Hey guys, welcome back to another part of the chakra series on the Free Your Mind podcast with Misty. Um, I am your hostess with the mostest, and we are going to dive right in to our throat chakra. Um, this one here is always for me, I like to say I walk a little bit of a tightrope on this. Uh, this is something I feel like every person is going to need to constantly reevaluate, rebalance in their life. Um, at all times, sometimes every day, you will find yourself holding your tongue, catching your tongue, maybe things you said is like, oh, that came out bad. And when you start walking in spirit, this will happen. It has happened countless times uh, with me. So, uh, but before we get into all of that, all the meat and potatoes, I prefer steak and a baked potato. So before we get into all the steak and baked potatoes, we are going to do a opening affirmation. So, um, Say this as you will on your time, but I promise you that once, even as you're going to hear me say this opening affirmation, you're going to be like, oh, oh, that kind of hurt a little. <laughs> All right. I am truthful and honest with myself. I aim to overcome any fears about speaking my truth. And I speak in a loving, considerate way. My personal empowerment comes from telling the truth and letting others know who I am. Others will be positively uplifted when they hear my truth and I take care not to exaggerate in order to impress them. I am careful not to let my mind listen, I'm sorry, mislead me and in turn others. I avoid gossiping or speaking negatively of others. Let me say that one more time. I avoid gossiping or speaking negatively of others. I will be the first to admit that right there God needs to deliver me on a daily and sometimes he needs to deliver my face because sometimes I try to abide by it. I ain't got nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all. But then my face needs deliverance. And I know that there are a few of you out there that are just like me and we're all a work in progress. I didn't say that this spiritual journey would make you perfect. You are far from perfect. You will never reach perfection. I will never reach perfection but it's a daily walk of trying to do right by God who has blessed you with this life. And you're supposed to in turn figure out what your purpose is here. What lessons do you need to learn? And I will tell you, I think we can all use a lesson on the throat chakra and how to be a little bit more diligent about the words that we allow to come out of our mouth. I will tell you, I feel like recently I've really been catching myself on this one. And I am constantly 
Like you all because you now walk in spirit don't mean that you have to fly out out the mouth and say whatever you want to say. And, you know, people are just going to accept it. No, you got to be mindful and you can't be hurtful about the words that you use. Not that by walking in spirit, you're going to say hurtful things. But I'm just saying you will it while you when you become start walking in spirit, you will start to be a little. It's kind of funny how you become in tune and spirit starts to talk to you and be like, oh, did you really want to say that? Did you really think you should have said that? Or did you hear the tone or? Was that really something necessary that you had to gossip about so-and-so and, or even, you know, and you can't help what people bring to you. You know what I'm saying? You can't help it if you got a gossiper that comes to you and they want to spread some gossip. Um, you don't spread it. You can take it in. But like one of my things that I say, like, cause I work in a very, uh, a workplace that is. I don't want to call it toxic because I really feel like you can make the best out of it, but it definitely tests me. I work in a very testing environment. Um, and there's people all day long coming with gossip here, gossip there. And I try my hardest not to partake in it. Now, one of my things that I do I will, you know, ask my spirit guides and God every day to put a shield around me when I enter this workplace, you know, put a shield around me, anything negative, let it bounce off of me and either dissipate if, if they need to release it or, but just don't let it get stuck to me. I refuse. And, um, but another thing is, is are you feeding into it? It's one thing for someone to come and want to gossip to me and Unfortunately, my ears have to hear what they have to say, but it doesn't mean I have to join in on the conversation. I can always somehow, some way, in a positive way, kind of add a little bit of a, a different matter of opinion on a subject to make it to bring positivity and light to it. And I definitely encourage each and every person to do that because the phrase sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is a lie words hurt. Um, I definitely have been a survivor of verbal and emotional abuse. And I can tell you right now, words hurt. Words hurt to the point of some people don't know how to process it. And here I go again with my mental health awareness month, which is all this month of May. Um, words hurt. Words can hurt deep down to the soul. Um, typically, if someone says a nasty word to you, yeah, you will forgive them for it, but you'll never forget it. You will never forget it. Um, that's not saying hold a grudge because I've already talked about we can't hold grudges. But those words still linger and they there's they create scars. You know, it's a deep cut. It's a deep wound. Now we got a scar from it. Um, and so it will what it will do is if you constantly say mean or negative things to, you know, the same person over and over and over again, then they're going to start believing that. And then you're creating a, you're basically being mentally or, or verbally abusive to them for starters, maybe even emotionally. And then you never, let me just put it to you this way. I guess I'm trying to beat around the bush and I'm trying to be as 
like beat around the bush as possible, but I'm just not that type of person. Um, when you think about the words that are coming out of your mouth, can you please just take and stop for a second and think to yourself, is this building this person up or is it tearing them down? And I'm not saying that you don't still criticize, you know, you, or not criticize, but critique, you know, your kids and help mold them and, and all of that, you know, if we're talking about children and stuff like that. But there is a right and a wrong way to approach things. There is a right and a wrong tone on how to approach things. And also stop to take a second, even if it's someone, a total stranger that you don't know and you want to be rude to, um, you never know what that person's going through. You never know what dark place they might be in and always in a world where you could be anything, be kind. Be kind with your words. Be kind with your actions. If the world could just be a little kinder, you would actually see a change. Um, racism would totally go away. I live in a world where I don't see color. I had a black uncle growing up. Um, obviously, he was mixed, but he was very dark skinned for, you know, where he lived. And it, it's it's one of those things where you you never know where your next cruel word may be the word that pushes someone to the edge and causes them to commit suicide. And I'm a huge, huge advocate on that because um, I myself am a survivor of, of that. And I can tell you this whole throat chakra thing, uh, if you could learn to control your tongue, and use it for good, you not only are going to see a change in the people around you and how they treat you, but you'll see a change in yourself. You'll see a change of things like prosperity kind of coming to you, um, being a little gentler, um, just out of the blue. It's, it's kind of crazy, honestly. But um, so as I said my piece there, and as we did the opening affirmation, let me get in to what is the throat chakra? How do we balance it? How or not? We know how to. What does it feel like to be imbalanced? What does it feel like to be out of balance? What's it all about? So for starters, it is the fifth chakra. So we only have two more to go, guys. Um, it is the represented by the color blue. So whenever you're doing your meditation, I don't really excuse me, I don't really feel like I need to explain to you how to open yourself anymore to, you know, like to visualize it. I tell you all the time, meditate, visualize that blue light right at the area. So the blue light right at the throat. Uh, if, you know, uh, a little ball of light does not work for you, visualize whatever you want to. You can even visualize a blue mouth if that's what you, or a tongue, you know, if that is kind of what you're going, what's going to kind of click and just kind of, uh, you know, meditate on that area and asking spirit to help you work on it, help you open it, help it, you know, help you heal it in whatever way you're needing. Um, but then, then there's also other things that you can do to help activate and heal. And I'll get into that. But what the throat chakra governs, obviously, is our, our tongue, <laughs> our throat. Um, also our mouth, our ears, our arms, our jaw, um, our upper lungs, and our shoulders, believe it or not. And uh, in a little bit, I will explain to you what is a great, um, 
a great in part two i'll explain a great exercise where you can pretty much cover all of those areas with the exception of eh, maybe the, the the lower arms and the, the tongue but um that you can really like soothe and activate your throat chakra um what are some things that the throat chakra governs well obviously throat communication mouth communication um that's pretty much the biggest of what the throat chakra governs, but it also governs your willpower, your truthfulness, your boundaries, like your ability to set boundaries, you know, with others and yourself, and also your um, expression, you know, just, just who you are, your personality in general. Um, the Sanskrit is a uh, and I always say this, the, which is the, the name that the throat chakra originated from, is Vishuddha, which I'm sure I just total debauchery on that, but I tried. Um, I didn't have anything to kind of break it down for me. And I know, all, I just know all of these, and I love learning the Sanskrit. I really do, because um, I'm really big on learning about, because I found so much truth in their belief system. So I really do want to pay homage to where it all generated from. But when I first started learning my chakras, I just knew them from, you know, their, their verbiage name, you know, the root and then, you know, the sacral and the solar plexus and the heart and all that. Like, that's how I know. So once I started learning, oh, well, where did all of this, where did these teachings come from? Where did this belief system come from? And I found a lot of truth in the, the Sanskrit um, uh, era. And um, I'm sorry, having a, you gotta love summer, you gotta love warm weather, but you hate flies. So, all right. Another thing that you may not know is the throat chakra also is thought to house our telepathic abilities. And you really wouldn't think that. You would think that, oh, the no, the, the third eye or the crown. Not necessarily. I mean, as we're getting up to the upper body, the throat chakra really does play a part in us being able to speak our truth. And I will give you an example of that and how, you know, the, when the throat chakra is aligned, spirit will work through you if you connect to spirit. Um, I don't want to get into too much detail. Um, I feel like I might've touched on this in one of my other podcasts, uh, in, in season one, but, um, I am a practicing, I say practicing, I'm still learning. I'm still learning to open and how to do this, but things do just come naturally to me. Um, psychic medium. So I went into a place one time and did not know anything about this place. And I find that actually kind of awesome because when I went into this place, um, I was able to vocally tell the gentleman who was doing the tour because he wanted a psychic's take on, you know, what do you, what, what do you think happened here? And he just wanted validation. Um, they knew the story already. He was going to tell it, but I guess he just wanted to put a psychic on display. I don't know. And like I said, I will, if I did not touch on that, 
which actually, no, I know I did because I did that with my husband because he was a, he's a skeptic. And that was his first time that he ever was like, okay, maybe there is something to all of this that she's been talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you have to go back into, I, I, maybe it was like what started like my drive of the paranormal or something like that. I'm not sure. But go back to season one, listen to it. It's with my hubby. I'm sure you'll be able to find it, you know, on the, the my my page. And um, yeah, so that is full, you know, throat chakra being open because in all honesty, I wouldn't be able to speak those things if because I didn't know what I was saying. I was like, okay, this is like a shot in the dark, but this is what I'm picking up. But because my throat chakra was open and I was like working in spirit at that time and all was flowing, energy was flowing, you know, it just used me as a conduit, you know. I never take credit for anything that I get because it's not me. I don't have some magical powers. Everyone can have these psychic abilities if you just connect to spirit. And it's just a matter of how open you want to allow yourself to be. How I've always kind of, I, I don't know why I've always been surrounded by it. I don't know why I've had these tendencies, but everyone can have them. Everyone can have them. Uh, some people it's just easier than others, I guess, because of how, I guess, in tune and how much faith you have. I mean, that's just basically what it boils down to. All right. So what does it feel like to be imbalanced? What is the lighthearted side to being imbalanced in the throat chakra? Well, you will be able to hear and be heard. And I know that sounds weird, but... When I say hear, you can hear with um, with a clear head, with a clear mind, and really listen to the words that people are saying, not just kind of drawing a blank, blocking them out, truly caring and hearing, and then also being heard and people being more receptive to the words that you are saying and speaking. Um, you will be considerate and thoughtfulness in your communication to others and how it affects those around us. So when it's imbalance, so obviously the way you speak to others will actually be a little bit more kinder and soft, you'll find. It won't be as harsh and as, as like rigid. Um, and you'll also see how communication affects people around you. So you will be more in tune to like overhearing a conversation. And sometimes this will happen to me a good bit at work and it'll be just like nails down a chalkboard that I'm hearing something that people like really have no business to be talking about. And that's just me being in spirit knowing, yeah, that's not right. They shouldn't be like that, but I'm not their mama. I can only be their guide and help them if they want help. But um, yeah, so it's kind of crazy how that'll work. It kind of opens your ears up in a whole new way. Um, you're, you'll be able to express your needs easily. Um, if you're, have a hard time asking for help or, you know, whatever it is that you need and, and you hesitate with that, that will become a little more easier for you. Um, speaking your truth, who you are as a person, but without hurting, without hurtful words, hurting others. Um, absolutely, uh, probably one of the most freeing things is to openly talk about what I'm passionate about. And I don't care what people think of me. There was a time when I, you know, was like, oh my gosh, you know, what if, 
what if people hear that, you know, I do paranormal investigations and they think I'm crazy or I tell them that I, you know, believe in, in all of this and, and you got to just stop caring what everybody else thinks, because at the end of the day, this is your walk. And that's part of speaking your truth, um, but not doing it in a mean, hurtful way. You could always say, you know, I respect that you, you know, we can agree to disagree and leave it at that sometimes. How does it feel like if it is out of balance? Well, arrogance and self-righteousness high on the list there, okay? Um, just talking to hear yourself talk type of person. Uh, being over-talkative, constantly just like not wanting to let someone else get a word in edgewise. It's me, 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 me. So I know that sounds like, um, like, egotistical and that kind of is like your throat chakra there's a lot of things that needs to die like a lot of areas with your ego that needs to die but your throat chakra and your ego you yeah you need to just not because you're going to be like kicking a dead horse if all and that's the thing this is like a seven <laughs> the chakras are basically a seven step series to kind of help better yourself in your day-to-day -day life and live a little bit more freer and a little more open and look at life through a totally different set of eyes. And it's absolutely magical if you can push your ego aside and get there because in spirit, you can't have ego. One is not better than the other. Okay. And there goes, you know, the speaking ill of others. You can't, talk about Miss Susie and how she is just so horrible one day. And then the very next day, you know, just be like two faced to her, you know what I mean? And, you know, and you got to be real, be real without hurting people. Yes, it's a tightrope. I walk it every day, every day. And I really do sometimes say, if I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say it at all. That age old saying doesn't mean I don't have thoughts. You'll have thoughts too. Um, but those thoughts you keep to yourself, you work it out with spirit. You're like spirit, God, help me. Spirit guides, angels, give me a message. Give me a sign. Help me work through this with myself. Sometimes things are better left unsaid and worked out through prayer. Okay. Not being a good listener. Another reason why it could be out of balance. Um, you're, you're another key to you being out of balance. You're not a good listener. You don't really care what other people say. And that's kind of rude. Um, being very uncommunicative. So this is huge for me. I kind of will go into a hermit shell when I'm dealing with things. And that's immediately when I know my throat chakra is kind of blocked when I'm just like, mm, I just not going to say, I just don't want to talk right now. And why don't I want to talk? And then I need to kind of fester and figure out what's going on with me right now that makes me just not want to be around people and not want to talk to people. Um, also unclear or vague talk or expressions. To where you just, and that's part of the uncommunicative too, where you just kind of like, meh, shrug people off, eh, whatever. And I'm not saying every day you got to be perfect and you got to put this smile on your face and you really got to work on, you know, 
just, yes, you should every day work on being a nice human, but I'm just saying that keep yourself in check with it. Okay. That's, that's really every day you're going to have, you're going to say something. I say something every day that I'm like, God, why did I say that? I'm sorry. God, why did I say that? I'm sorry. Oh, that wasn't really good. I'm sorry. It happens. We're human. He expects this. Okay. It's one thing to recognize it and ask for forgiveness and being like, man, help me work on that. Like, I don't even like, and you'll start to like, not even like things about yourself. And that's totally okay. That's you changing. And that's a good thing. Okay. You know, it's just, it's another thing to just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and not caring about what anyone thinks, you know, not caring that, oh, well, this is just who I am. This is just the way I'm going to be. And you're just being mean and heartless with your words. Like, that's not okay. It's another thing to keep working on yourself. God sees that, you know, your, your spirit guides see that. They're, they're, your spirit guides, and everybody has them, are your biggest cheerleaders, okay? And they are constantly going to bat between, for you, between God and them and you. And it's, they're kind of like the middleman in all of this, okay? And... They are constantly your biggest fans. So the more you sit in meditation, the more ask for your spirit guides, ask for them to, to show themselves or make themselves known. And I will do a segment on spirit guides. Um, but yeah, don't ever think that you are so far gone and you just, you keep messing up and I'm just going to go back to the way it was. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you, and I don't think spirit will let you, once you start really truly working on each chakra and, and getting in tune with your, your mind, body, spirit, soul, you will start to see things that won't allow you to go back, which is kind of amazing to me. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, what else do I have here? I do have something in close. Before I go on to part two. So uh, the last thing that I kind of have wrote down here um, is in order to communicate, one must have um, like empathy. You have to be an, you have to have that empatheticness about you to truly embrace what others are saying in a non-defensive manner. So you, what I, what I mean by that is, is, to, to have empathy is to be able to listen to someone's story, really truly hear them out, feel where they're coming from, and then be able in a non-defensive, uh, angry, no anger, no nothing, in a very skilled manner, be able to embrace what they are saying and maybe give them words of advice or maybe, um, maybe spirit's trying to teach you a lesson, you know, maybe someone's coming at you, criticizing you and critiquing you, and you're going to want to fly off the handle, you know, because you're like, whoa, where's this coming from? You got to look at them in an empathetic way. Okay, what stirred this? Is it even me at this point, you know? Before you go flying off at the mouth, empathy is taking a step back, and that's that ego, that ego is like, well, what are you, you know, 
that's ego. Yeah. Immediately wanting to be defensive, you know, on the defense, you know, without even hearing that other person out. And I would been guilty of that a lot, a lot. I will admit, um, Oh my God, when me and my, uh, husband now, whenever we first got together and, Oh my God, this has probably been almost our whole lives together, except for probably the past three years. I used to get very defensive whenever he would come to me with problems. And I don't know why I was like, I mean, I think I know like, yeah, I dealt with a lot of like verbal and emotional abuse. So I was always like being attacked growing up. And I thought I was like, I always had to be on the defense. So, um, but yeah, you, sometimes you need to st take a step back, help yourself understand where that person's coming from before you go fly off at the mouth. Simple as that, you know, think about your words before you speak them. That's about as simple as I can dumb it down on how to help you work on your throat chakra. Um, yeah, it's as simple as that, you know, just think twice. What is, what is that? What is that? Think twice and speak once. I think that's exactly the way it goes. And that's probably the wisest words um, that I could probably ever give you. If that's not a quote, it needs to be a quote. Maybe I'll make some t-shirt merch. Who was wants some t-shirt merch? All right, guys. Well, I am going to close it out and looking forward to part two. I am going to be... Uh, going right into the third eye chakra, which I am so excited to talk to you guys about. But yeah, looking forward to part two on the third chakra. Peace.